We want to thank our sponsors for that help us bring the sports and baseball in particular. Uh, Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. They present all the high school baseball here on Round Guy Radio. Wayland State Bank, Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, McDonald's Boneyard of Kyoto, Iowa, R&B Facebook page, R&B Breaks Facebook page, B&B Propane of Elsie's Kitchen.net uh, of Copic, Iowa, and Clarahan Trucking. We are going all the way down to St. Louis as uh, we're talking to Wilton Beavers coach Serrano, whose team actually has played on uh, at uh, is it still called Bush Stadium or? Yep. Well, there you're out there in Bush Stadium. You're playing on the same field with the Cardinals. Uh, uh, play. Uh, did you play before the game? After the game? Was it a bad news bear situation, or what was all going on with that? Oh, it was. A, it was just an outstanding experience for our guys. Uh, the Cardinals played the Reds at one fifteen. Oh. So it was Albert Albert Pujols jersey day. So all the guys got Albert Pujols jerseys. So that did, was. Did you get bad. to see Ella De, De La Cruz play? Yep, we got to see him play. Oh. He scored a run. So it was a it was a good day. The Cardinals uh, lost eight to four to the to the uh, Reds. But uh, then we had a, about an hour afterwards, and we started playing at. Uh, I think our start time was six oh five, and we got two and a half hours or nine innings on the field so we actually got all nine innings in they said that doesn't happen very often but we we're fortunate and got to play nine innings and uh and in a 3-3 tie with williamsburg so it was a uh, you know we, we gave up three in the first and then we put up uh, eight innings of zeros so it was, a, it was a good day for our guys i bet it was a good day uh did you get to meet any of the players or staff or 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 uh, anyone connected with the team ever, uh, uh, spending time with you? Or? Uh, we, we, uh, no, we didn't get to meet the players, but we had a they had like a, a Christian day in between game between our game and the Cardinals game, and uh, Spezio talked, and Wainwright talked, and Edmund talked in, in between there, and that was, that was kind of a cool experience for the guys to listen to that, and uh, and then we got to warm up and uh, get ready to go. Well, uh, when the guys walked out on the onto the on out on Bush Stadium out on the field, was there was there cleats touching the ground or what? I mean, I mean, it had to be the most magical experience. What did that feel like? What did it feel like for you to look out there? And what did it feel like for these young men to trot out on the field like that? I think you know, obviously, they're they're kind of in awe, you know, and you you just watch a game there with all those guys playing out on it, and then you you walk out in that same field, and it's huge compared to what you're used to. You just look up, and it's you're surrounded by you know bleachers everywhere, and it's just the field looks huge, and you know you're kind of in awe for a little bit, and then you get warmed up and you get going, and then then it's baseball, but you know it's it's just an awesome experience for those guys to get that. You know, and what the Cardinals do for that and let us have that opportunity. They run the video board the whole game, so there's replays the whole game and there's close ups of the guys and you know, it's just it's just you know, pretty magical experience for these guys to get to do that. Well, so what what all was involved in, in, in this trip? You know, uh I understand you kinda of went down a little early. Did you get to see the game before or uh... Um they, we went down Friday. Most of them were down there Friday. They went with their parents down. So uh, most of them went down Friday night, and we had a day at, or we went, went to Dave and Buster's, took the guys out to dinner at Dave and Buster's, let them play 
uh, video games and hang out and bond a little bit, have some fun. And then uh, uh, the coaches, myself, and uh, uh, Coach Hetzler, our AD, we took all the equipment over bright and early uh, Saturday morning to get it checked through the, the bomb dogs and make sure there's nothing in the bags. And then uh, I went and walked around the field a little bit, uh, watched some batting practice of the Reds, and then uh, went and watched the, the game from our seats that we sold. And and then once it ended, we, we went down and met with the guy in charge and we got dressed and ready to play. And then once the, the little ceremony in between games got done, we got to warm up, sent guys into the bullpen, and and the game started. But so, what was the, have you talked to some of the parents, uh, some of the fans that drove down, got to see this? What was their experience like? Uh, I mean, it was pretty exciting for the parents, you know, to get to see their kid play on, on Bush Stadium. Myself as well, with my son getting to play. You know, uh, he's we've done it twice before. We got rained out the, the second time we did it. So the very first year, he, he was our bat boy. So it was kind of special for him to go from bat boy to actually getting to go out and catch and, and play in that field. I think, you know, it was pretty magical for him as well. He was pretty excited all night. And then I'm just talking to parents, you know, they're, they're very thankful and grateful for that opportunity for their kids to, you know, to get to be out there. A lot of pictures were taken, you know, either of the Jumbotron, getting to see their kid on there or, or just, you know, during the game, those kind of things. It's just, you know, pretty, pretty new experience for, for everyone involved. And, you know, we got all 41 guys in the game, uh, either in defense or at bats or both for many of them. So it was, you know, I spent a lot of time coming up with innings of lineups, but we got them all in. And I think that, that, you know, that makes the trip even more special that we got everybody in eighth grade through seniors. They all got to, all got to play at Bush stadium, either offense, defense, or both. And I thought that was pretty exciting. Well, they were correct in thinking that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so I can understand the giving up the three runs in the first inning. It's it's hard to play when your stomach's uh, somewhere embedded into your forehead. Uh, but uh, after they got the jitters down, uh, um, when did they really kind of start to feel comfortable on this field and start playing Wilton Beavers baseball? Well, yeah, we gave up three in the first, and then uh, we we had a Owen Hassel singled in the in the top of the first and uh Cade Serrata had an RBI to score him. So that was three to one. The second inning, uh Casey Reed had a single and he scored on a, a Drew Key single to to make it uh three to two and then in the bottom of the ninth our, our fresh soft guys, uh Gunnar Edwards uh got a a fielder's choice which scored uh uh Thatcher from uh, he was on second. He scored on the fielder's choice to, to tie it up and give our guys, you know, a three-three game. Uh, you know, dugout was pretty excited at that point to score in the bottom of the ninth there to tie it up. And you know, you walk away from this, you know, great experience getting everybody in and then tying. You know, as everybody comes out on top. Us and Williamsburg, it was you know good for everybody. So a lot, a lot of a lot of good feelings walking away from that one. That uh, you know, you got. Everybody got a chance. Everybody got to play. A lot of guys contributed. We threw about a pitcher every inning. So we had nine guys get a chance to throw up from Bush Stadium. So it was pretty cool. Man, it, it uh, was an opportunity of a lifetime. Kudos to you for getting all the kids in. Uh, uh, but you and me, got we got to, we got to, uh, 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 you got to help me solve uh, uh, something here. And I, I'm looking for the Clarahan trucking drive of the game. And I don't know. 
you know, it could be your team, could be Williamsburg team, it could be the the guy that hit the ball the furthest, it could be the most timely hit. But uh, who would you say would be the clear hand tracking drive of the game here? Um, boy, oh boy, uh, I'd have to say probably uh, Drew Keith getting that uh, two out hit in the second inning there to get us uh, get us back in, into it three to two. You know, that's a big hit for him. Uh, he's kind of struggled at the plate this year. He's been coming out of it here lately and, you know, get that big hit there at Bush Stadium. I think that's going to maybe propel him to a big second half of the season for us here. So I would say Drew Keith. Well, uh, did you, well, well that's, uh, uh, that isn't the only game you, you played this week. And I, I don't want to forget about the other game that you played. Uh, uh, can you, uh, tell us about the other games you played this week. Yeah, we had we had a three-game series with Mid Prairie. Um, played two really close ones with them, um, and then you know kind of got away from us in the late innings. But uh, you know, Kane Willie pitched a really good game for us um, on Monday, and uh, kind of um, I think it was three to nothing into the fifth inning, and the sixth inning they end up scoring four or five runs. Um, and they kind of, I think they ended up beating us uh, seven to one or eight to one. And then once again, we played them pretty well on, on Thursday as well. It was a close game, I think, but they scored a couple runs late again. Um, and we lost eight to two to them. They're obviously number one team in the state for a reason. They hit the ball really well. Um, but I was very proud with how our guys competed against them. And, and you know, we played quite hard for our, the young team that we have. Um, had some good hitting. Our guys putting the ball in play. We didn't strike out a bunch. We just, you know, we put the ball in play, but we just couldn't find holes all the time. So, well, uh, you know. uh, Round Guy Radio was uh, uh, there for the game with Mid Prairie, and uh, I got a, a lot of great help from Mike Castle. Uh, was my, was my, uh, uh, he was the Robin to my Batman that night. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I thought you. Look, man, you're playing the number one team in the state. You you matched up pretty well with them. You were in the game until the sixth inning. Uh, oh, you you made a, a you 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 not you know if you just cut the errors that you made in half, and then you yeah. really have a ball game on your hands. Uh, but the outfield played really magnificently for you. Yeah, and uh, we, uh, yeah, we played played pretty well defensively, and you know, like you said, a couple of miscues here or there led to a few runs for them, and then. Uh, you know, I thought, you know, we put the ball in play, had opportunities there. It was, it was like three to nothing or three to one there. And we had uh, you know, bases loaded. We could have got to hit that inning. Maybe it's four to one, bases loaded. We got to hit there. That could have really, you know, made it four to three going into the sixth inning. That could have changed a lot of things for us there. We just didn't, ball didn't land for us at a bat. But um, overall, I'm happy with how we're playing right now as we enter the second half of the season. And hopefully, you know, that will lead to some, some more wins for us down the road. We've had a tough, tough schedule to start the season. Played, I think, six ranked teams and many of them multiple times in our three-game series. So, you know, with Regina's ranked and and Mid Prairie's ranked, West Liberty was ranked. So, uh, you know, Sigourney's in the top ten and one A. So, a lot of good teams we've played along the way, and hopefully, the second half will be kind to us and we can, you know, come out on top in a lot of games. Well. Uh... It's hard to get a hit against uh, Mid Prairie, isn't it? I mean, they do everything great. No matter where you hit the ball, they they just they don't take bad reads. They they do everything right. They get take, they get all the easy stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, but you guys hit the ball pretty good. I thought that night. Yeah, yeah. But I'm happy with how we hit the ball. Like you said, Mid Prairie is a very fundamentally sound team. They you know they're they're not going to give you runs. 
you got to earn them. And um, they, they did a great job, obviously, defensively. That's why they're up in the top teams in the state in 2A. And, you know, hopefully we don't have to see them again in the postseason. Hopefully they go a different direction. That would be, that'd be great. So, well, uh, what do you got uh, for uh, games next week? Well, this is actually our conference bye week, so coming off the weekend games in, in the St. Louis, it's perfect because we, we don't play till Tuesday. We play at Albertnet, JV Varsity Tuesday, at Davenport North, JV Varsity Wednesday, and then at Louisa Muscatine Friday for JV Varsity. So it's kind of a light week for us. The pitchers get a chance to rest up a little bit and then uh, you know head to the final two weeks of the conference season for us after that. So hopefully, you know, we can come out with the top few games this week and you know, everybody get rested up and, and play well and and continue on our last part of the season here. Well, two or three wins this week would really uh, set you up really nice uh, for this stretch down the, down the end of, uh, of the season, won't it? Yeah, I mean, I, if, if hopefully we can propel ourselves from you know playing very well on Saturday. That excitement of that game, hopefully that can continue over you know this week and pick up two, three wins and then uh, – you know, propel us to the, the last two weeks of the conference season for us. And, you know, we could, you know, finish strong heading into the tournament. That's, that's obviously when you want to be playing your best baseball is when the tournament starts. And hopefully that's, you know, the second half of the season, that will be what we do. Well, you got to, uh, you got to play at Bush Stadium. Uh, congratulations, <laughs> coach. I just, I just don't, uh, I just don't have the words to describe what that must have felt like. I can only imagine. But uh, only you really know, huh? Yeah, it was it was definitely definitely a, you know memories for a lifetime there for these guys, and you know something that they'll look back on and, and you know twenty years and say you know remember that time we, we we played at Bush Stadium. So you know that's just one of those magical things. You know the weather couldn't have been any better. We got to play. You know the lights were on at Bush Stadium, so it was it was it was awesome. And then the you know the jumbotron just going with the you know all the close-ups every play was replayed on the jumbotron so you got to see you know a guy makes a play in the field you got to watch it up on the board so it was it was awesome so you know the cardinals do a great job with that they're one of the very few teams in major league baseball that offer it and you know you got to sell tickets for it but man is it worth it to get out there and and have that opportunity for your kids it's something that they you know they're going to remember their whole life well what was the freshman's name that drove in that run in the ninth inning uh, Gunner Edwards. Well, you tell Gunner Edwards, he's the round guy radio player of the game. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, coming through in the clutch like that, man. That's what we like over here at Round Guy Radio. That's All right, good. well, Coach, anything else before I let you go? Nope, just appreciate it. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for being with us. We are nope. headed to Oskaloosa, Iowa to talk to head coach Bill Allman about the Oskaloosa Indian season. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, I appreciate you having us. Well, this is your initial time on, and we have a, a home home plate sports cards there in Oskaloosa has uh, stepped up and sponsored the Oskaloosa uh, Indians this season. And uh, so I felt obliged to call you and get you on there and talk to you about your team. Well, uh, we're just cresting the halfway point. We're getting ready to go down the stretch. Uh, talk to me in general how the uh, first half of the season went for the Oskaloosa team. Uh, first half is, uh, you know, we had some ups and downs. Um, right now we've got three wins on the season, but we've had, I think, off the top of my head here, I think we've had about four games within one run that we should have lost or should have won that we lost, you know, late in the game. So our record doesn't really reflect how 
well we've played at some point. So. Well, yeah, I, I can imagine. Uh, well, let's let's kind of go over the team. Uh, let's talk about your pitching. Tell me about your starting pitching and maybe some of the guys have been coming out of the bullpen for you. Yeah. So Cam Chris is he's been our 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 go to guy right now in the season here. Um, he's pitched very well. Uh, he got a nice win over Bondurant a week and a half ago when we played on Memorial Day there. Um, that was the second game of a doubleheader. Um, Caleb Court has also stepped up. He's pitching very well this year. Um, I've got some young kids I brought up. I got a freshman, Linus Morrison, and he's really starting to shine right now. I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing from him. Uh, and obviously, I got some other guys in there that's pitching. I've got uh, um, uh, Logan Hoskinson. I've got Jaden Duranda has been throwing well as, as well. Um, I also got uh, a new guy that moved into the, to the area, Spencer Vaughn. He's from the Fairfield area last year and moved in up here this year, so he's been getting a little mound time as well. All right. Well, uh, any good pitching staff's going to need uh, some guy, a good backstop back there. Guys can call a good game, maybe keep the runners uh, uh, in check and uh, block some balls in the dirt here now and there. What do you got behind the plate? I got Aiden North behind the plate. He's He's been our veteran catcher. He's a senior this year, and he's top-notch. He's a great kid. He works his tail off, and I wouldn't have anybody else behind the plate right now because right. uh, that kid's a good kid. And I got a freshman he's mentoring right now that's going to come up through the ranks here. So, All right. Well, tell me uh, uh, about your corner infielders. Your, who, got, who mans the hot corner and who plays first base over there, third base and first baseman? Yeah, I got Wyatt Grubb. He's he's the guy on third. Big kid. He's batting well as, as this year is going on as well. He was at the 500 mark there for a while, and I think he's just dropped below it now. Uh, Jared Parks is at first base. He's he's had kind of a hot stick as well. Well, uh, let's talk about that double play combination. Everybody's got to have that good up the middle uh, uh, defense, the shortstop and second baseman. What do we got up there? Yeah, we've been experimenting with guys here and there. Um, right now, we've got either a freshman or a sophomore that's been stepping into the shortstop role. And at second base, I've had Cam Chris here lately. He's a senior. And I've also had a sophomore stepping in at, at that position as well. Um, I moved one of my seniors off the infield and put him into the outfield that played uh, shortstop for us last year so he could help the team. So. Well, uh, time and time again, when I watch a high school baseball game, it's the the team with the outfielders that can run down those balls that otherwise would be doubles uh, that can that can pick up the balls on one hop and get them back to the to the relay man. Uh, guys with strong arms, guys with good reads. Uh, uh, how important is the outfield defense to your team, and who do you got out there uh, performing those tasks? Uh, it's very important to have a great outfield and run and chase down a ball. Um, right now, I got Tucker. Tucker DeYoung is in the left field. He's the one I moved from shortstop out to left field. He's been doing a nice job. Um, Logan Hoskinson is a veteran out in the center field. He's been running the show for the last year and this year. He can chase the ball down. And Austin Kanan is my right fielder who also can chase down a ball really well. He's got a nice arm from right field. Well, uh, that sounds that sounds good. Let's talk about the hitting. Uh, you got any guys with speed at the top that have been uh, 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 
doing good job stealing bases? You got any any contact hitters? You got any big three, four, five guys that drive in runs? What what do you got for the offense? Yeah, so Aiden North, our catcher, he's been in the leadoff spot this year. He's he's one of our faster guys, gets on base a lot. Um, my other hot guys here lately, like I said, has been Wyatt Grubb, uh, Jared Parks, and Caleb Court's done a little bit as well. A little hot stick here and there. So we, we're there. We just got some guys that uh, are still learning and we got some guys that are still trying to, to produce some things here. So we're, we're slowly getting there, but we're going to get there. All right. Well, let's talk about, uh, let, let's talk ab uh, about those three wins, you know, yeah. I want to talk about the, 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 what was it when the team was playing good, when they're playing like they're capable of playing, what does it look like? And, uh, uh, let's go over the, those three times when you guys did put it together and came out on top. You bet. So obviously in those three wins, we played flawless baseball, uh, made the routine plays, done the little things that, that it takes to win a ball game and had some timely hits. And when we do that, we're in every ball game. Uh, so if we can continue to do that, we're going to win a lot of ball games. But when we've been on the other end of it, you know, we've made some mistakes late in the game and, and we just can't come back from that sometimes. So, and then we've had episodes where we've had multiple errors in a game, and those games kind of get out of hand with us as well. You know, uh, multiple coaches have told me, he says, he says, we'll play five great innings and one crappy one. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, everything everything goes to heck on us uh, in that one inning. Uh, and you just don't know why. You know, sometimes a guy gets a hit, and then everybody gets a hit. And sometimes a guy makes an error, and everybody makes an error. I don't know. Yeah, it uh, seems to be contagious. It's, it's definitely contagious. That's well, uh, uh, tell me, uh, was there a kind of any of? Is there any a thread through any of those wins? Was there the same guy started those games? Was the same guy finishing those games, or was it just we just all of a sudden played good? We just played good. Uh, we've had different guys on the mound at that, those times. Um, made the routine plays. Like I said, what we're, we're trying to break everything down is, you know, inning by inning and try to win win the ball game that way. So we tell each other if we win this inning, you know, eventually if we win enough of those innings, we're going to win the ball game. So that, that's how we're breaking it down right now. And sometimes, like you said, you know, you can win five five innings and you lost two of them, but those two innings might cost you in the end. So Yeah, well, it, uh, all everything costs you that you do wrong. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, let's see. Uh, tell me about a game or two, maybe that you didn't win, but your team played better than you expected. Oh yeah. So we played Norwalk here. I think it was a week and a half or so ago. First game it was a really good game. Um, we come out on the short end of it, but you know I was impressed how we 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 answered back with some innings, with some runs on on some innings that, that they had scored. So we had that fight there. We just got to really mentally get to it and, and get after it. Yeah, it was, uh, well, uh, tell us, uh, tell me a few times, uh, here before the season's over where you'd have a game, uh, a home game or something close to, uh, where I live here in Southeast Iowa. Well, actually we'll be down and we'll be over in Washington Tuesday. Oh, really? You'll be in Washington Tuesday, huh? Yeah. So, uh, what, is that a double header or a single game? It's a JV varsity Tuesday over there. Okay. 
Uh, so the, this coming week we play every night. So, you know, we play Monday, Indianola at home. Then we go to Washington on Tuesday. Then we travel to DCG on Wednesday for a varsity doubleheader. And then we play Centerville, I guess, Thursday at home. And I believe we go back to Norwalk on Friday. Right. Well, I might, uh, that Thursday game, uh, I don't have plans for that night. I may, uh, I may show up and, uh, you bet. Uh, That'd be uh, great. Check that out. Well, uh, coach, is there anything we, that we didn't get to talk about? Is there any other way to follow the team? You know, is there any, uh, radio stations or streaming? Yeah, we, you bet. We got KBOE that follows us. Um, we got, uh, Jamie Brockman. I think he's on KIIC. He also does some games as well. Um, we have uh, Booster Club that posts some stuff here and there as, as well. So, get a chance, come on out, and have, give us a look. We're a good team. We just got to get put some things together. All right. Well, uh, the Oskaloosa Indians are sponsored by Home Plate Sports Cards there in Oskaloosa, Iowa, as they proudly support the high school sports in the area. Well, Coach, thanks for being with us. Hey, I appreciate it. We are headed to Victor, Iowa, to talk HLV Warriors baseball with Coach Hinsdorf. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, we got to see your team. Uh, you, you got a, uh, your son threw a no-hitter, and we'll get to talking about that. But uh, let's start uh, with last week's game, and uh, uh, you're having a pretty decent season this year. Uh, tell us, tell us uh, uh, start with the, the Monday or Tuesday, wherever you started, and we'll work, uh, work through the games you played this week. Yeah, so uh, Monday we started with EV. Um, we had uh, actually Max Max pitched against that game as well, um, and he threw a real good game for us there. We we got on the bats, um, did what we were trying to do on Friday, um, but we got on the bats a little bit against EV, had 14 hits, and uh, scored some runs, um, put us in a good position, and we just kind of we kind of maintained and played good defense behind him and, and got the win. Well, that's good. Well, what other games did you have? Uh, we had Iowa Valley on uh, Wednesday, and that that was a that was an absolute barn burner. Um, that was a fun game. Uh, we threw Camden Kennebec, and he pitched an absolute gem through seventy six pitches, seven innings on seventy six pitches. Um, he was just lights out on the hill. Played great defense behind him. Uh, one run ball game, um, and then they had Nolan Kriegel pitching, who's a I believe he's an eighth grader. Yeah, uh, and he he threw a complete game on ninety one pitches, um, and threw fantastic for Iowa Valley. I mean, it, it really was going to go either way. There was there was no there was no taking your foot off the gas in that game, and it was a fantastic game to play. Um, both teams did really well, um, and both pitchers threw outstanding. So, well, that's that's a, a pretty good. Well, then then was the last game the Kyoto game. And then Friday was our Kyoto game, yep. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about that game. As uh, Max Hensdorf uh, 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 came out with a no-hitter, uh, uh, albeit through a 2-1 to loss, but uh, unbelievable pitching uh, and some pretty spectacular defense behind him. But uh, uh, he kind of had a bulldog approach all night. He just uh, kept moving the ball around, staying in on, on the hitter's hands, uh, uh, changing speeds and and he, he took pretty good control over what is basically a pretty good Kyoto hitting lineup all the way up and down that line. Yeah, he did well. Um, our our goal was you know we're gonna pound the zone. We've been playing pretty good defense um, as of lately, 
so our goal going into that was just pound the zone, see if we can keep keep the ball inside on the hands and jam a few kids up and uh, make plays when we have plays available to make. Um, there were a couple guys that put put the barrel on them on the ball a few times and and uh, they they hit them deep into the outfield and we we made the plays when we needed to make the plays. Yeah. Um, in a game where uh, sometimes you need somebody to step up with two outs and get a hit, it seemed like both teams' defense uh, stepped up with the gloves and stole away that two-out hit, didn't they? Yeah, they're both teams. Both are both teams had uh, guys in scoring position, you know. Um, and and really, if I go back and look at the stats from that, most of those scoring positions were either on you know that one costly error or a walked guy. But uh, we just neither team could really shove them across the plate like uh, like I'm sure that uh, Kyoto was trying to do the same as we were trying to do is push guys across the plate but the defense stepped up and made the plays when they were needing to make them so well this this Iowa Valley game that you played this uh, Kyoto game that you played it's like every game that I see between every sickle team it's just a battle every night and you got to fight scratch and claw for every hit for every for every extra base for every run that you can scratch in uh, every game's every game's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's one. That's one great thing about the Sickle Conference is there's no there's no real there's no there's no real winner during the game. Um, it's so close and it's so evenly matched amongst all the teams that on any given night uh, you're going to be in a game and you're going to have to go seven innings and and you're going to have to be able to stay in it the whole time. So, well. Uh... Uh, you did have some players that really kind of impressed me, and one of them was Boston York. Could you tell me a little bit about him? Yeah, Boston's been super consistent for us over the years. I mean, he's playing playing the varsity level uh, since he was an eighth grader. Um, he played first base his eighth grade year, and then he's been a catcher since then, um, which is which is where he lives. He's a, he's a behind-the-plate guy. He always has been. Um, and he's doing a great job for us. Um, he is currently, I think uh, – which is uh, Boston. He's currently sitting at a 429 for batting average, which is which is pretty typical for Boston. He's a he's a great hitter. He's a good approach hitter. Um, he's super comfortable when it comes to you know. So he, he gets down in the count. Um, I don't worry about him all that much when that happens. He's a very very comfortable and reliable hitter. Um, and then behind the plate, I mean, he's made a name for himself in the sickle. Um, coaches know who he is. He's done very, very well. Uh, he holds runners. Um, he's got a good arm, and he's pretty quick. His pop time's pretty quick. He can get the ball to the second base if needed. Um, so all in all, he's just a, he's just a fantastic ball player, and, and he's done really well for us. Well, uh, you got a, a a young man and a, not a very tall kid, but his name is Briar Jack. Uh, <laughs> he had a pretty good game, uh, didn't he? Yeah, um, Briar Jack is. Briar Jack is a is a fun kid to be around. Um, he's uh he's not very big, and that's that's not hard to notice. But uh, he's got a big heart for the game of baseball. He's got a lot of love for it, and he's an outstanding player. He's only in eighth grade, and he is he's truly an outstanding kid. He's a good player, um, and and he likes to he likes to see how far he can push those older kids. Um, he's grown up with those older kids for a long time. Um, particularly some, some of them have been wrestlers and, and he grew up on a wrestling mat. So, um, he's got a good relationship. So being an eighth grader, that fits in really well with this group of kids because he's got a good chemistry with them already. 
and he can just naturally do what he does. And, and he has done a fantastic job for us. Um, he's played third for us when Max pitches. And when Camden pitches, he, he plays center field for us. And he has done an absolute gem of a job in both positions. I couldn't ask for, for him to have done a better job being put in a position as an eighth grader. Well, you got, uh, well, let's talk about next week. Who do you got next week? Um, next week we have, um, we have Sigourney on Monday. Let me look here. Well, they're good. I'll playing on Wednesday and then we'll have BGM on Friday. Well, I haven't seen BGM, but I've seen the other two. I know Sigourney's really tough. Uh, they got yeah, some good Sig pitching. They got some good hitting. They, they have excellent fielding. Yeah, Sigourney's been playing really good ball. Um, they're coming up. I mean, they're they're getting uh, the wins and they're and they're putting the pressure on people. They're they're playing really good ball. But Sigourney always plays good ball. Yeah, they um, do. They're they're coached well. Um, they've got some good pitching. They're pretty deep. So it's going to be a battle. Um, uh, we've got to adjust our strategy a little bit going into Sigourney. I wasn't prepared for that, but uh, we're, we'll make some adjustments and. Uh, um, we're going to give them the best ball game we can give them, and uh, it's going to be one of those we're going to have to tighten our defense up just a little bit more because it's going to be really, really important. We play really good defense um, and hopefully can shove just a couple, two or three runs across the plate and, and see what happens. That's a home game for you, isn't it? Yes. Yep, that one's at who, home. Who are you going to throw in that game? Um, I'm going to have uh, – I'm, I'm probably going to have Peyton Roth throwing that game. He's uh, This will be his first start. Um, he's typically my closer um, due to the situations of Friday night. Um, I, I've been put in a, a position to have to have him start the game, which is fine. Um, he's going to be able to handle it. He's a sophomore, uh, and he's been playing baseball for us for a few years. Um, I, I have 100% confidence that he's going to go up there, and he's going he's gonna to shove strikes across the plate and going to get him to put it in play, and we're going to play defense behind him. I have uh, all the – faith in the world again with Peyton um, and uh, I think that he's going to do just fine for us. Well your defense is pretty sharp. It's tough to get a hit against you. Uh, in fact, I haven't seen it done yet. Uh, but, <laughs> um, uh, well, who else are you playing then? On on Monday? You play, you're playing I said Sigourney's Monday, then who? Oh yeah, yeah. then we got Bell playing on Wednesday and then BGM on Friday. Alright, well Bell playing uh, uh, they kind of, their team reminds me a little bit of yours, you know. Uh, Good pitching, good defense. Sometimes they struggle a little bit with the bats, but they don't. They, they'll get eight, nine hits a game sometimes and not push many runs across, you know. But I did catch them on a night when they did put it all together and uh, look pretty dang good. Uh, another, it'll just be another a, a week of battling sickle teams, won't it? Yeah, really. It's 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 never no no day you can take off when you're playing these teams. Um, we're all gonna play pretty close. We're very similar in a lot of ways on, across the board, but uh, one thing Bell Plain uh, that they uh, they show is that they've got a lot of speed, um, which not a surprise. They're uh, they're a heavy track team. Um, they're really quick. They they like to steal a lot of bases. So we're going to have to prepare for that. Um, but uh, we'll we'll make some adjustments and we'll prepare for what they bring us. But they like to steal. They I think they lead the sickle in stolen bases, if I remember right. So uh, they they like to run a lot. So we'll just we'll just have to prepare for that, um, and uh, we'll we'll approach that when it gets here. All right. Well, uh, coach, it's it's great to be with you. Uh, 
Good luck the rest of the way. All I know is uh, uh, Linville Sully's way up front of everybody, and then, then uh, Sigourney's right on their tail. But the rest of the league is all bunched right up there in the middle, and I don't know who's going to finish third. It's about one of five or six different teams, I'm thinking. what do you, I mean, uh, it's just every game's going to be real important this week, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, every game's going to be super important uh, through the back half of the season here. Um, especially for the the teams in the middle, you know, the Kyoto, Kyoto, all of us, Kyoto, North Mahaska, BGM, Bell Plain, Colfax, Iowa Valley, and us are all, we're separated by one, one to three wins. And that could go really either way in a hurry. Um, and so it's, every game's going to be an important game. Um, Linville is obviously up top. Um, they're, they're an outstanding team. Um, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to well, see them. We've been following them. Uh, uh and we, gosh, we got a lot of listeners there too. Uh, uh, but uh, I'm I'm thinking about maybe if I can work it out, going up and seeing Kyoto play them. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, I didn't catch I didn't catch them when they were in Sigourney, and I wish I had of. But uh, um, I had another game I had to call. I think I had a Kyoto game I had to call that night. So, uh, but uh, uh, I really love love the sickle man, and I've, I'm one of the guys that really gets to see a lot of it, you know, and and gets to see it and know it and. And it's kind of a, a, a blessing for me to be in, involved with this uh, uh, league that you guys are in and uh, appreciate the, the no hitter that I got to see. Uh, Round Guy Radio uh, loves to be there with that kind of big event, you know, and I don't know what it is about me, but uh, every time I sit down in, in, in front of a game in front of the microphone, it seems like all the kids pick up their level of play and we get to see a lot of great stuff. So, well, uh, anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to coach? No, I think we covered it. All right. Uh, well, thanks for being with us, and uh, we'll I'll keep your number, and, and we'll keep uh, having you on. Sounds good.